spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Valentine's Day, Taco Tuesday, and it is Arizona's birthday. How good is that? And... The Arizona Cardinals have a new head coach. Fantastic. They were the last to uh, pick a coach. Uh, you know, or would you say they were the last to have a coach pick them? <laughs> so we two hours ago when we started the show, uh, we said, you know what? Let's talk to Ron Wolfley, uh, Arizona Cardinals radio analyst, co-host of the uh, Wolf and Luke show on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. And he and I kind of went back and forth. He likes the move. I didn't like the move. And at one point during the interview, I did you think he was going to rip my head off? I thought there was a chance because I think you start you start veering towards the thing um, he hates more than anything okay. else. Okay, he hates losing, and then he hates this more yeah. than anything else. Uh, here's a, a piece of the interview with with Wolf from earlier today. The Cardinals have a new coach, and we'll get to his name in a minute because I forgot it. The Cardinals have a new head coach, and it is is it uh, is it Rich Gannon or is it what is Jonathan it? Jonathan Gannon. Jo- who's Rich Gannon? Why Rich is Gannon. that in my head? Is that a who's the quarterback? quarterback? Who's the quarterback? Yes. It's not that guy. No, Rich Gannon. Okay, no. so the Cardinals have hired the Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. All right, Wolf. Yes. Um, Right in front of me, I'm looking at uh, the list that I've had for the last few weeks of the Arizona Cardinals' top ten coaches that they wanted, and um, he's not on it. (laughs) Wolf, is this like their 13th pick? No, as a matter of fact. No? I I have a sneaky suspicion this is the guy they were targeting all along. Yeah, I do. There's evidence there. Really? Breer actually reported on this last night Mm. a little bit that maybe Jonathan Gannon, and this is the way you would do it, if in fact you were trying to keep a name secret, this is exactly the way that you would do it. Or what? Or nobody wanted to come and coach this team and he's their 13th selection. Yeah, yeah, listen, I'm not saying that he was their first. I'm not. He might be. I don't know. Wolf is not going to like what I'm going to say next. Okay, why? What are you going to say? Um, <laughs> at least he's putting it out it's there. It's not going to be fantasy-based. No, no, it? not fantasy football. I'm a two-time champion. I'm not bringing up fantasy football. I know you hate fantasy football. Oh, my goodness. Ron, Ron Wolfie is joining us, Arizona Cardinals a radio analyst, and I love his show, Wolf and Luke. Big fan of Luke, by the way. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Arizona sports, the local sports leader. Here's what you're not going to like. To me, a Cardinal fan, it sounds like, you know, the Cardinals are the last team to hire a head coach, and they're like, they're looking around, and like, hey, that guy's still here. He just lost the Super Bowl. Let's go get that guy. At least he's here. We can yeah, talk to him. Right. Let's bring him in. Yeah, we got nobody else. He's right over there. The he, music is stopped, and are, you're not sitting in a chair. Is that what you're saying? Yes. We don't even have to fly him in on, on the big right. jet. This, this guy's already here. Let's bring him in and see if he's any good. The, one of the best hires the Arizona Cardinals have ever made is Bruce Harris. To Chad's point, he was the last coach hired, mm. just like today. Jonathan Gannon is the last coach hired in the hiring cycle yeah. right here. So to me, does he have a catchphrase, right. like a biscuit thing? Does he have a good... No biscuit, no biscuit. Yeah, does he have one of those things? Because if he has a good catchphrase, I could get behind that. I yeah. really didn't. No, no, he's no. going to come in here. He's 40 years old. This is going to be That's gonna really interesting to see what happens. What is this, his name again? It's Jonathan, Jonathan Gannon. Gannon. Will you just stop it, Gatos? I know you know the guy's name. I I forgot. Just know you did not forget. I got it written down. I don't think you've listened to our show. We miss the guy's (laughs) names that are normal. What's the the guy's name we miss all the time? The mayor of Yuma. Nick Nichols. 
Doug, Doug Nichols. Doug Nichols. What is, yeah, I've no, never been to Yuma. What is Yuma like? I mean, it, a lot of migrants come over right the border now. there. What is, it, what is it like down there? Uh, their hospital is overrun, okay. unfortunately. Right. Uh, they may have to shut down. There's a lot of uh, crossings there. Okay. Uh, Ron Wolfie's joining us. The Cardinals have a new head coach, and his name is Jonathan Gannon, and he is uh, uh, the former now Eagles defensive uh, coordinator. You know, I don't like the Eagles. You do. Uh, I can't stand their fans. Right. Remember the game earlier? this year, Wolf, you were doing it, right? I, I'm so glad you you said this oh, right this now. Is I'm going to cut you off. I'm oh, please. Just jump in here yes. right now. We, we had fans contacting us, of course, uh, over here as we were doing our show, Wolf and Luke, on Arizona Sports 98.7 FM. Luke Thank you fan. very much. Big Luke fan. Uh, can I just tell you, we're over there, and, and we're talking about this, and people are calling us, they're texting us, mm. and they're saying, I'm glad you guys got Jonathan. I'm glad you got this guy Jonathan Gannon. I'm glad you took him away from us because he was awful. Oh, these are he Eagles was fans. awful. That okay, he was awful. This is the way a fan thinks. Basically, you're talking about the number two defense in the National Football League in yards per game allowed. Number two, number one in yards per play allowed. Number one in pass defense. Number one in yards per play passing. And the, the number one over and over and over again. Number this one. guy. Yeah. This guy put a defense together that was the best defense in the National Football League. Can I say something What now? is What is the problem? Because they lost the game and they oh. stormed the uh, they, they stormed the, the their, their city hall and they climbed the poles anyways because they're fanatics. We have a winner. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Their defense is good. You know how I know that? How? Fantasy football. Oh, oh God. I lost to the defensive. Oh, uh, the, Eagle, the Eagles was going up against the defense when we time I, I uh, escaped the fantasy realm. Okay. Last week we had we had James Conner on last week. Who was the other guy? Uh, Rashad White, former ASU. Oh yeah, right. Both of my Both fantasy times on the fantasy team. You oh, talk yeah, right. fantasy, fantasy football. Fantasy. Embarrassing. Uh, right. it, it's it, not embarrassing. It, it, it is embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. Ridiculous. It is. All right. Do we have anything else to ask? Will you have anything else? Hey, you want to know ask what? Moisten a jock. Moisten a jock. I'm just saying. What? There's that's what I tell jock? people over there. You know, you haven't moistened a jock in 25 years. Look at me. I'm in softball shape. I went six for six last Friday. You want to talk about moistening a jock? My jock was moist, man. Just admit. No. You were not wearing a job. <laughs> I was Ever. wearing a cup. Does that count? Dixie. <laughs> Dixie. Stop it. I got to get out of here. Is this this right. is the longest segment in the history of radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank Ron Wolfley for joining us. Uh, Arizona Cardinals radio analyst, co-host of the Wolf and Luke show. Really should be the Luke and Wolf show, if you ask me. I'm just saying. I think he gets top billing. Uh, Arizona sports, the local sports leader. This is uh, just, Wolf, please, where's the door? I love you. All right, so that was earlier today. Uh, we uh, chatted with uh, Ron Wolfley, uh, and uh, he may never come in again. That's okay. Well, we got big USFL talk coming up a yep. little bit, so I'm excited about that. Can I play this clip? This was part of the Wolf interview too. He said that uh, the the you know the offense that the Eagles were running is similar to what the Cardinals run. Here's here's that. You're intense today, Wolf. I'm right, just saying, I like that, that he comes from an offense that if you were going to pick one offense in the National Football League that is similar to what Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals have done, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. He understands all the schemes. He understands how this offense needs to evolve can I, going forward. Can too. I cut in no, real fast? No. What? The Cardinals offense didn't work. The Eagles offense worked. How are they similar? Yeah, Play calls? Very, very, no. 
know. Then what they run? Shotgun personnel. Yeah, the group, Eagles go forward. Run well, pass. Eagles. Okay, I'm just saying execution is <laughs> okay, a lot right. different. <laughs> yeah, I get what he said there. I know, but the Eagles did move forward. The Cardinals go the other way. Or they go sideways. They go sideways a lot. It's a lot of sideways. Uh, Thanks to uh, our friend uh, Wolf for the uh, chat. Hopefully Jonathan Gannon is going to be great. hates coming in here. He does not like it. (laughs) (laughs) I always feel bad for him. You're going to ask him something stupid. It was good questioning by me. (laughs) All right. You're talking about your fantasy football and just, man. He brought it up. Uh, Chad, it's time for five spot. Five spot on a Valentine's Day. Here's what we're looking for. We're going to put you on the spot about Valentine's Day. Ladies only. Chad, you keep talking about how um, this is completely 100% a holiday for women. Because men always have to go out and buy something for the ladies. And the ladies don't get anything for the guys. So here's what we're going to do today. Ladies only. What did you get your man for Valentine's Day? Ladies line. 602-277-5827. Uh, there's a new survey that says men are becoming more demanding about getting a gift on Valentine's Day. So, ladies, let's hear from you. What did you get your man for Valentine's Day? 602-277-KTAR. A, uh, a, a Valentine's Day five spot, if you will, is coming up next. Brought to you by Parker and Sons, heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, five spot. We put you on the spot today about Valentine's Day, ladies only. A new survey says men are becoming more demanding about getting a gift on Valentine's Day. So, ladies only, uh, what did you get your man for Valentine's Day? Chad, you always say that the women never get the guys any presents. Well, comparatively, I feel that it's a little unbalanced. What is the breakdown of the billions of dollars that you said the other uh, hour? Uh, 25 Billion. $25.9 billion, uh goes to men. the ladies, and then uh, $100 million goes to the dude. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Wendy in Maricopa. Hello, Wendy. Hi. Oh, right. a lady. All right. Don't flirt with the callers <laughs> for crying out loud. Hey, what did you get your man for Valentine's Day? I got him some Godiva chocolates and a card. Eh, what's that, 10 bucks? What did he get you? He bought me a new car. <laughs> he didn't get you anything? He forgot. No, he just told me he forgot it was Valentine's Day. Oh, gosh. Oh, All right. my goodness. You're going to need to divorce him. Who's next? Or, or it's George Glass. <laughs> George Glass. Uh, Mary in Santan Valley. What did you What did you get your man for Valentine's Day? I got him a 1,600-piece Lego set of the White House with the LED lights that go inside. Now, is it a Trump White House or a Biden White House? <laughs> well, you know what? He was in the Marines many years ago, and I've spent years hearing about his how much he loved his time at the White House, and he loves Legos, and so I got them got him the set, and I think he'll love it. How? He doesn't know yet, though. Okay. How thoughtful. I like that. All right, so we got uh, two callers in, Godiva chocolate and something, and then a Lego set, Chad. Yeah, did, did, did he get you anything? I don't know yet. No? He doesn't know his gift yet, so I'm hoping he's not listening. Nah, that's right. okay. Nobody is anyways. No, nobody's listening. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Liz, in surprise, uh, what'd you get your man for the uh, the great uh, Valentine's Day? 
I didn't get him anything, and, and this is the reason. is I decided many years ago that I think Valentine's Day is a dumb holiday. I think it forces men to go out and buy jewelry that is going to be obsolete, you know, a couple, you know, years later that it won't be worn, uh, ruining flowers, you know, eating the candy and stuff. It just, to me, I would rather just have a quiet evening or maybe go out to dinner, but uh, giving gifts and stuff like that for Valentine's Day, I just don't see it being necessary, and I wish more women would feel that way. Chat. I just, I feel that much pressure on the man. Chad uh, is clapping. <laughs> so oh, we got boys. guys in the other room. Clapping. Yes, Liz. Liz is the winner of the day. Congratulations, Liz. You won the uh, Ganderson Chad Show Home Edition. Oh, stop it! This is uh, five spot. <laughs> We're putting you ladies on the spot uh, about Valentine's Day. Uh, Chad says you guys never buy anything for your guys. So what did you get for your man? Liz rocks. Let's go to Janet and Goodyear. Janet, what'd you get your guy for the old uh, pretend holiday? <laughs> Hey guys, I think that lady is totally wrong. Um, mm. My husband and I have been married for 42 years, and every year we give each other candy and a beautiful card. I love oh, it. That's that beautiful. Is so bleh. That's not bleh. That's hey, you true know what? Love. Nothing reminds people of something like a beheaded priest. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? One it's more. It's the holiday. Hey, Michelle and Chandler, what'd you get your guy for the old holiday here? Hi, guys. Um, happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's I Day. I spoiled my boyfriend. I spoiled him because all year round he spoils me and my little girl um, with cooking dinner and, you know, helping with laundry and just doing everyday kind of chores that I think some people take for granted. Mm -hmm. So I bought us tickets to a, um, a concert for tomorrow night, and that was about $50 each almost. And then we're going to spend money on Ubers and dinner. But I also got him a brand new pair of cowboy boots because he's an electrician. Mm. So I just thought, you know, something that he could wear often is something good for work. Well, there you go. Love Look it. at you. You That's did a, a good, good girlfriend right there. Notice how 364 days he's doing something. One day she's like, I bought him cowboy boots because <laughs> he's an electrician, which is weird. <laughs> like, hey, you know what? I was I can't go to work today. I'm in cowboy boots. So how can I be an electrician? Five spot. Five women. I'm kidding, Michelle. What joke. they got their husbands or boyfriends for Valentine's Day. You spent, what, $2? Is that what you always talk I about? I spent $10 five years ago getting my wife the big card. The big card. And if you don't know what that is, listen at 515. I'll tell the story again at nauseum. Up next, the uh, U.S. has a, a new task force to investigate <laughs> UFOs. Um, are we worried? Are, are we filling our shorts? Are we? Yes, that's next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Ten days ago, we were led to believe that our skies are clear. And now, all of a sudden, we've got uh, spy balloons and unidentified objects raining down on us like confetti. I love, uh, that's John Kennedy from, uh, was he from Louisiana or wherever. He is hilarious. But, yeah, ten days ago, would you have thought we had a spy balloon? No, no, let alone the spy balloon traveling across our nation unabated till we could shoot it down. Remember then when we I showed shot you the, down three more things. Remember when I showed you the picture? Yeah. We're in the middle of the show and I go, dude, this thing is in the air, Chad. And yeah. you came over and looked. You go, it's not in the air. I go, yeah, it's in the air. There's a balloon. Yeah, and I'm like, balloon. holy crap, we have to shot it, shoot it down. Now we've got three more. That's right. And now, I don't even know if they're balloons. Now, now, John Kirby has come out and said, the objects that we shot down probably weren't from China and they're benign. But he also said this yesterday. I don't think the American people need to worry about aliens with respect to these craft. <laughs> with oh. the respect to these craft? Well, if you're saying with the respect to these, 
No, we don't have to worry about anything. Not these. But you did say these as opposed to, no, you don't have to worry about it. It's all baloney. Meaning there are others potentially out there. Well, we've set up another task force, a new UFO task force. What's it called? UFO Task Force. <laughs> That's a, we can't even come up with a good name. That's so, it. You know, uh, the UFO Task Force. We've got, a, we've got so many of them now, right? Your UAP Task Force, UFO Task Force. We've got, you know, probably a balloon task force. We've got plenty of task force. Uh, I, I don't know what there is to say at this point in time. Biden's not saying a lot. But when I hear the, hey, you know what? Uh, do we have to worry about stuff? I don't think the American people need to worry about aliens with respect to these crafts. With the respect to these crafts, nobody bothered to go, uh, excuse me, sir, mm. are there other things I need to be worried about? Mm. Just, just you know. Now, the pilots in Lake Huron, the one that was octagonal, you know, they said, well, it was a balloon. Well, the pilots are saying, man, it wasn't a balloon. Well, the pilot was right next to it, yeah. right, when he blew it up. Yeah. So, All right, so the pilot saw an octagon-shaped thing, and he said it, it hovered. Did not look like a balloon oh, at all by the way it was moving. See, it looks like a balloon or it looks like a spacecraft. Pick one. Tell me which one it looks like. They don't look as like. I just don't like that the White House is saying nothing. That's the thing that worries me. I don't think they have any idea what these things are. I don't think they, I, I think they know a couple, the first couple were balloons. And then these other two, they're like, you know, I, I, is it one of those things where Biden's like, you know what? I didn't shoot the first one down fast enough. People are giving me a bunch of crap. So I don't care what's up there. Just shoot it down. I'm going to be, I'll be, I'll be the guy that shoots stuff out of the air. That's going to be me. Yeah. And you know, like take away the, 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 you know, is it a UFO or not? Somebody asked a real question today to uh, Karine Jean-Pierre and said, Hey, just out of curiosity, uh, when jet fighters are shooting down unknown aerial objects over the U.S. Tor- uh, territory, doesn't it warrant at least a national address from the president of the United States that we're taking these things down? He's been so quiet. And that goes back to, does he know what it is? Does he know what it is? And if he doesn't know what it is, that's freaky, man. That is. If he doesn't know what these objects are and he took them down, where where are the objects? Have we have we recovered some of it? Or were they completely blown up and we don't have because we did get the first balloon. We dug that out of the we, we grabbed that out of the ocean. And we're still trying to get some of it. The other ones they say, you know, getting it, you know, what's left of them in some of the areas that are so remote. Well, I don't care. Go you and know, find it. That's what, what I feel. It? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, do you think people are freaking out with this, or are they having fun with this because it's to them a joke? I think so. Like you and I are get, getting around with it, but I have some serious questions that I think need to be asked. I think a lot of people would like, you know, you come out and you talk to the country. The whole thing is you maybe maybe you just put everybody's mind at ease because you've got a lot of people who are senators and Congress people who have a high level of clearance who are saying we're not getting answers either, yeah. and we would like some answers. I think when you're not getting answers, that's when. You start to worry, well, what exactly was it that we shot down? Was it from China? Was it from Russia? They're saying the this one we shot down, we know, is, well, they say these are all benign and not from China. How do you know that? If you if can't you know get what next it is, to it, yeah. like wh- what, we flew next to it and it says made in China, Chinese spy drone? No. Right, right. So how do you know? How can you tell me what it is when you don't even know where it is and... How it got up there. I just wonder if we've been shooting these things down for years and we never knew anything about it. I don't know what they're shooting down, but anything that comes into our airspace that we don't know about, we're shooting it down. And it could be anything. It could be another country trying to spy on us. Which, Maybe, which we expect. Right? We expect it. And, but I would also expect that I would have heard 
you know, in, I don't know, my lifetime that we shoot this stuff down and I've never heard of that. Yeah, see, here's the thing about whether or not we've shot it down in, in the past. Human beings inherently can't keep their mouths shut. So somebody would have leaked something at one point. we've been shooting them down. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the issue that I think people have. But here's the other issue. What if you tell us it's something that, it's something other than this world? Um, there, what, there, what if you have no idea? You've got it sitting in front of you, and you're looking around, and you've got all the nerds is. that you could think of, right? All the guys that have never been on a date, that sit around their house all day, and just they're going, I don't know what it is, and I have the biggest brain in the world. But then do you tell people, or do you keep it quiet? Because if you keep it quiet, then you're not having mass, you know, You take it straight out to Area 52 and 53. You what? You take it out to Area 52 and 53, mm-hmm. and that's where it sits. That's right. You know, and if it's Roswell. one of ours, that's a good thing too, because obviously that we know that we got stuff up there that that is flying around that it's like with no propulsion, which is so much more advanced than people realize. I think we have one of the one of our billionaires uh, flying some of their stuff up there, just having some fun, seeing if it gets shot down. It's my guess. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. I mean, that's the, one of the new things they have to do now. The immediate sums in the air. They're going to call and go, all right, we got some. Uh, hey, what are you billionaires? Are you trying to fly something somewhere? <laughs> Gosh. All right, coming up next, Arizona's border. Has the situation on our border improved in the last 30 days? We have a, a pretty big shocker here for you. Next. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, about 12 minutes, Becky Lynn. We'll take over, and she's got uh, 15 minutes commercial-free nonstop news traffic and weather. It's called the KTAR News Expansion. Uh, real quick, do you see what's going on on the way yeah, to Yeah, I see what's going on, because i got to go out that way. Okay, so there's a crash on in... Cold Road? Yeah, in South Tucson. I know it's... But the, the I-10... If you're around there, they have a shelter-in-place request. Yes. So there's a massive truck that went down, and I, I'm just going to say it. It is there is some sort of uh, yellow, yellow and red smoke, or some. I don't know what to call that. I've yeah, never seen anything like it. It's yeah, it's an acid of, spill. Yeah. So uh, nitric acid spill, and they're saying. That if you're anywhere near it, get away. And I'm looking at pictures of it, and uh, there's a big truck that overturned, and it had some sort of, um, you know, chemical in it. And now there's a shelter-in-place warning for individuals within a mile of the crash, which is near, you said it, Kolb Road? Kolb Road, yeah. Along the I-10. I don't know where that is. We spent years going, you know, up and down to Tucson because the kids went to college there. But, I, man, I got to tell you, that looks so dangerous. Yeah, like, uh, You know, and we were talking just the other day about the spill in Ohio from the train. That is like they're they're bringing in water now for people. And it's funny because you're sheltering in place and they said to leave. Well, you can come back, but bring in water, but don't breathe anything. It's like there were chemicals on the train. Right. Yeah, there was and, vinyl uh, chloride, and there was one other one, butyl something or other. And so when it derailed and went down, they say that some of those chemicals got in the soil, yeah, in the air, in the water. There are uh, there are, are rivers and a whole bunch of fish. The Ohio are River dead. serves thirty percent of the United States. Gets something from the Ohio River. Yeah, fish are dying. 
the they like think of go back to the 80s in Bhopal, India. It is that kind of bad. I don't remember that. What is that? That was a uh, horrific uh, like uh, was chemical, it a chemical spill spill that went out, and it was awful. And it, it was just a horrific thing. It's that kind of thing that it, that took place. This is what it feels like here. And that thing is still smoldering. It's still on fire. In Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, and in Tucson. So the I-10 closed in South Tucson. But it's one thing, you know, it's one thing in Tucson. That sure. was like 60 cars. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a red, orangey kind of substance that has gone into the air. And they're saying if you're anywhere near a mile, shelter it, shelter in place. That's scary. That is scary. Uh, let's give you an update on the border. It's actually a good update. Yeah. Yeah, here's what I always say. Listen, uh, if you're rooting against a president, whether it be Trump or Biden, uh, again, don't you want your country to be good? You don't have to want your president to get everything that he or she could, could wants to do because you disagree with some yeah. of the stuff. But you want to see some good stuff. You want to see some decent stuff. Okay, here's one that maybe Biden got right after, I don't know, being a total zero for his first few years. Um, at the border, we've got a 40% decline in encounters in Arizona over the last month. So 54,000 came over at the in 2022 in December. Yes. 54,000. Uh, January of 2023, 33,000. 43, it's a 40% decline in border encounters. 200,000 thousand, and then it dropped to 100 and what? I'm just saying Arizona. No, Arizona. Yeah, so Arizona in December, 54,000. Arizona in January, 33,000. Okay, now if you want to look at the entire southwest border, it's down 42%. So December of 2022 had about... 222,000 people come over. January 2023, 128,000. What is the... Now, do we ever find out what is the... how many people, because... I thought you were looking it up. No, no, I thought you were. <laughs> Why is man looked that up? Yeah. How many are allowed to come here? Because with the new visa program, once you're scheduled, you can show up and... Okay, it, let me explain it real quick. Yeah. So, the reason a lot of people think that uh, border encounters are down 40% is that Biden actually put a, a policy in, in place. Wow, how about that? Sometimes they work. Venezuela, Haiti, Cuba, Nicaragua. Uh, You cannot cross our border. When you come to our border, we will turn you right around. They tried it with Venezuela, uh, and there were a significant amount of people that they turned around. And they said, why don't we just, let's add Haiti, Cuba, and Nicaragua. And so far, it's worked. We're trying to find the number. uh, We're allowing 30,000 of of them to to come here in a legal way. And we don't have word on it, whether it's a year. I think it's every few months. Yeah. So, so far, in January, border looks better. It's good. One month. Take it. All right. Becky Lynn, 5 o'clock KTAR News Expansion, coming up next.